Hey everyone, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. It's your girl, Melissa, and I'm so excited that you're here. So this week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Ryan Tickle, who is the VP of Sales at Cannabis Promotions. So the cannabis industry and market is blowing up, and Ryan and his team are definitely pioneers in the promotional product space um, as one of the first suppliers to ever offer products specifically for this market at ASI through EST. So I wanted to pick his brain and speak about how he approaches marketing for this market. What are some of the maybe restrictions he has or things that he has to be cognizant of when he's creating social media marketing, whether it's copy or images or multimedia. In addition, how he serves different niches within this audience and his overall approach to marketing as a supplier in this market. So let's get into our conversation with Ryan. Welcome to the hey. show. <laughs> hey, Melissa. Great to see you again. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm so excited to get into this. This is a market, especially for marketing, that I myself am always looking for resources on because I feel like regulations and restrictions change on the daily. And I think for our audience, people are trying to navigate how to market um, in the cannabis market smarter and effectively. So I know that you're probably a guru at that because of the position that you have at your company. So I'm excited to get into these questions. You ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So you are the VP of sales at Cannabis Promotions. How did your company get started? And did you always envision your career path being in promo? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the company got started, uh, you know, the founder was in, uh, in the bag industry. And when that really took off in the cannabis field, um, you know, a lot, all, most dispensaries use bags for something, packaging products, stuff like that. Then the business was really formed and kind of exploded. Um, and so that, that's kind of a little bit of the background. And I never was dreaming about maybe being in the cannabis in that industry, but it's, it's such a fun industry and it's always been really fun to work with. I mean, the people are really nice. There's big orders, repeat orders. So um, really happy to be here and really happy to see the kind of growth that we've been experiencing. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like, it wasn't necessarily like how you envisioned, but you guys saw an opportunity and have been capitalizing on that growth. And honestly, you know, for good reason, I think it's currently valued as a 9.1 billion like market in the U S and I think the growth rate is like 26% over the next eight years. So it's definitely booming. So how is your company planning, I guess, like for, to meet the supply and demand that I'm sure yeah, absolutely. Involved. That's a great question. Uh, we've we've actually moved into two new larger facilities um, just to increase our our output, and we actually have plans for a third up in Canada. Canada is also another huge market too, um, okay. and this way we can help with duties and taxes and stuff. But it's never growing market. I don't think we're ever going to stop growing exponentially. We've, on average, we've doubled in size every um, five years. Sorry about that. that kind of, I can repeat that part. But yeah, on average, we've doubled. <laughs> We're all audio, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, on, sorry, I reset. But on average, we double in size every five years. So it's been uh, it's been quite a ride, really. Um, and so we continue to add equipment. We continue to add inventory, higher uh, levels. We're even adding a lot more capabilities, right, to really help our clients out. More stuff like full color printing on 
on uh, items like jars and, and tubes and stuff. And, and also even changing the materials of the products to be more uh, environmental friendly, um, which has been a real push of ours too. Yeah, and I think that's awesome because I think that's really where this industry is, is thinking about the whole supply chain and what you can change to make sustainability just like a natural part of your workflow. But I feel like there's been a change where like essentially, I think end buyers and end users had to really search to find products to use. So now they're ubiquitous, right? Like there's so many different products out there for this market and it's created a lot of niches in this target market. So for you as a supplier, are there specific target niches that you would say you're helping distributors with for their like their end buyers or clients? Or do you guys kind of consider yourself a one-stop shop where it's like there's something for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we kind of do both of those. Our main our main goal is the one-stop shop, right? Like if you're thinking cannabis, CBD, or packaging in a field similar, cannabis promotions. I mean, there's we have literally everything. And not only that, even things that aren't on our site, we can add, we can do a lot of custom products as well. Okay. Um, but that's that's kind of our go-to. The, the one-stop cannabis product shop, really from packaging to promo items, um, everything. The nice thing is we do that day and night. So we really um, we really have a, a wide range of products that's ever increasing. And to your point of the niches, as I mentioned earlier, we are pushing a lot more into the um, sustainable uh, products like hemp-based products and stuff like that, as well as some more sustainable packaging um, products too. So we really like to encompass just about everything to where we're, you know, you can come here if you're looking for, you know, jars, tubes, and then lighters, you name it. We want to be able to cover anything you're looking for in that field. So you might even show a client, you know, one product and then like, oh, wow, you have all these others and they'll buy a lot more from you too. So um, that's what we like to do. No, I think that's a smart approach and that's cool because it, it kind of, you know, builds your credibility. And I think also like as a thought leader for your company in the space is some place where, you know, distributors can go to get information, but also like a plethora of choices depending on what the order is. And I think customization is also really, really important as well. So for your marketing strategy, I feel like you're somebody who's not afraid to be out there and promote your company. Um, is there any maybe, you know, like what is your marketing strategy at like a high level look like? And is there a particular channel that you think provides the most RRI for your company? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we work really uh, closely with your company, with ASI. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, that's always been our, it's always been our biggest engine, right? Um, mm. ASI is really, not only does it put us across, you know, tens of thousands of distributor sites, um, you know, we go to all the shows, we're always meeting with distributors and really kind of the face-to-face -face is really important for us too, because we're able to really show, you know, what our products are. It's a very new industry. Um, so we, we, we do tackle a lot of channels uh, to help educate our distributors of how to sell, what to sell and in what situations they can sell different products. Um, so that's been a huge channel for us. And, and we have lots of channels to kind of teach distributors as well how they can sell too. Okay, so ASI is kind of like your main one though that you feel like has the best RRI for you. So I wanted yes. to know though, like when it comes though to like advertising, like I have friends who work at marketing agencies and they specifically work with clients. Like my, my one friend has a client that um, does financing for cannabis dispensaries. And she said the amount of hoops that she has to jump through 
just to be able to put up some type of ad. And she's like, it's incredible. And now there's being platforms that are put out specifically to kind of serve this market. So for you, like, what has it been like advertising for your company? Is there specific regulations or hoops that your team has had to jump through? Or has the current marketing strategy that you guys have now in place, you know, negate all of that guesswork? Absolutely. So um, to that point, uh, when you have it, when you're working with cannabis, have the name cannabis in your name or anything similar, even paraphernalia, uh, there are a lot of the hoops that you have to jump is your main channels you cannot advertise on, right? You can't advertise on Facebook, Google, mm -hmm. all the stuff that you might have put ads on. Um, you can't. It's because it's not a it's a federally technically federally banned substance. So um, all of that is banned. But there are, as you mentioned, like a lot of other ways uh, around it. There's different companies that do, you know, if you, they track like where you've been to different sites and like certain sites will post those kinds of things and still allow you to do that. Um, luckily, it's not something we've had to jump a lot of hoops in, but we we actually, you know, work directly even with ASI to get our products. We You also have to make sure that the products that you're posting when they're going on distributor sites, um, you know, they're not having things that might compromise um what they're showing so we were actually at the foundation with asi you know again we were the first company to do cannabis products and we worked directly with them to say hey look we don't want to display this and this and that we're going to make sure that we work with your legal team and you're always going back and forth to make sure that we have that for us and the distributors we're going to be able to show the right things and still sell our products when we make them like you know more towards tobacco or different things like that or um, where we, on the back end of ASI, we can show our products and say, hey, this is for cannabis, but it's not going to end up on a distributor site so they don't get in trouble. Um, so as we really enjoyed the opportunity to work with ASI on that and, and um, really develop that for ASI. And uh, it's been, again, you know, such a great partnership uh, ever since. So. so there's still been like for you, there's been a lot like of navigating, but you guys have hit your stride and it still has been kind of like a very much a custom approach. So when I looked mm -hmm. at your website for your company, I noticed social media um, because I think that's also another one is like how if you're somebody who's looking to capitalize on the benefit of like awareness that social can bring, you know, what maybe restrictions would you have? So you guys have Facebook and Instagram. Was that by choice or was that really like the ones that you felt like you could do um, the best service for your business without maybe having so many restrictions? Is there anything that you have to be cognizant of in like images, copy, that kind of stuff? Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of rules and regulations there. Um, most of those are towards like if you are posting things, you want to post like, hey, we're not selling this on this page. <laughs> and then now you're having like a, a technically a cannabis thing. You got to you even have to put that in your in your profile. It's more like these are just you know for show and no and for us the the social medias what's nice about social media is we're able to you know again kind of teach our distributors show you know these are the products we have this is how they're used um, this is what's new stuff like that so it's been a great channel for us to um, kind of show what we have and some of our capabilities um, but yeah it's it is much harder to you know grow these channels fast, um, again, without the advertising, without, you know, the different things you can normally do. And so, yes, we've had to navigate that. It isn't too difficult, you know, again, just learning of the few things that you can't do is going to be okay. But um, the main thing is, yeah, you're not going to have those um, advertising channels that you could have in, in other industries. 
Okay, so ma mainly what you guys are doing on social has been organic. And those are the two platforms that you think for the most part for your audience work the best. And then having some type of disclaimer in your profiles has been recommended or beneficial to you guys for your products, for how you position them. Yep, yep, absolutely. And it's important to make sure you have sure. everything's real. And at least for us, everything's real informational, right? Um, right. You know, again, explaining our capabilities and stuff like that. So is there like a plan for you guys to like capitalize on TikTok's growth or anything like that? Like, has there been any other channels that you guys are like, oh man, you know, I think that would be the next one for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think our, we plan on doing, you know, TikTok, YouTube, a few different things. Again, more to explain how the products work and even okay. how to sell them. Um, social for us hasn't been as big as it might be for a distributor that's really trying to grab a lot of people for us. You know, again, we're, really, we're pushing information stuff, um, but uh, I think eventually we're gonna push a lot more. Right now, our, our growth has been so exponential, right? Our, our focus is really just, let's just make the best products and just keep <laughs> accelerating that more than like, let's just bring the world in too. So it's been, uh, it's, it's quite interesting, our, our play. Yeah, no, and I like that. And I think that'll translate well. Like, it sounds like you guys really know your message well. Like, it's definitely educational influence. It's not for entertainment. And I feel like that's going to par really well for social once you guys, you know, can breathe, you know, hopefully soon and can start looking at new ways to kind of promote yourself using social media marketing. So I always like to end with a fun question. So I want to know, I know the movie theater experience is a little different with the pandemic, but I know there's a lot of like direct releases on HBO Max and things like that. So what movie are you most excited to see this summer? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a funny question. Uh, there's a few I've, that are coming out pretty soon. Uh, the Hitman's Wife, that was it. Um, Ryan Reynolds is He's hilarious. Obviously, he has a name like Ryan, so he must be pretty funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> must be a great guy. But no, I, I love the last one. I can't wait to see the next one. So um, quite excited. I'm excited to get back out and now start doing uh, things like movies again. Yeah, I know. I think everybody feels the same. It's not the same experience watching on a small screen on Netflix as it is in like a huge theater. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate your time as always. And your can uh, your candid answers about your business. Um, I know a lot of people will find value in them. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you. It's always always a pleasure, Melissa, and uh, I look forward to the next time. Thank you so much. Take care, Ryan. All right. Have a good one. Bye -bye. You too.